Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce the guest. Guys, today we have on the show the Black Country banger. It's Joy Herbert. Joy, how are you doing? I know you're a big Wolves fan. Will Wolves beat Southampton tonight? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing good, man. Um, ho- hopefully they'll they'll beat him. I but you know, this this season this year it's been proper unpredictable, man. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I think I think they'll do. The, I think they'll do the business tonight. To be honest. Yeah, Joy. Like I saw, like obviously in the build up to your last fight, Wolves were actually shouting you out because uh, you're a huge Wolves fan. That's uh, well, how how did that feel? It's a bit surreal, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just crazy. Like, I mean, um. I think they shared like a I shared a picture of me. I think on their um on their Instagram and that, yeah. and or or a post to me or something. And a bloody I must got like I was getting loads and loads of followers, like thousands and couple. I think I got like, three three thousand followers or something on Instagram from that. But like they really like helped like pushing me and stuff. And then when I come back, the new fit um, when I had the new uh, the new kit awake it. Um, they asked me to come down and do some like some like uh, shoots for them and then they like the. The posting pictures of me on the Instagram, Instagram again, like so, it's really good, man. I was That's like, fair. really appreciate what they're doing for me. That's yeah, we have to support your own. That's it, isn't it? You do, you do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was me and um, another guy from what I'm to called SX. He's a like a music producer, like, um, a bit of a rapper as well, a singer. And I just said, he said, oh, we could have got like loads of people, in, but we thought we might as well just get like the, some people are doing really good things in Wolverhampton at the minute, so and promote them. So Jeez. I thought that was great of him, man. That must make you feel real proud. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, really, really proud, man. It shows that I'm like, what I'm doing is getting recognition, you know, getting noticed. Yeah, yeah Joey, this year alone has been a bit of a whirlwind for yourself. You know I mean, you were signed to the UFC. You were, uh, as far as I'm aware, you were meant to fight uh, over in London on the Edwards Woodley card. I think that's correct, isn't it? And then yeah, yeah, DK, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, your son was born. Uh, shout out to Jane. She's a wonderful woman. Uh, <laughs> and then, like you, then you're moved fighting at fight island, and then your your uh, your opponent changed. You were supposed to fight Marky Hesse, I think, over in London, and then you end up fighting Trinaldo over in Fight Island. Tell us about this year for you, and you know ha- how has it been, and you know how would you sort of surmise this year for you? Um, it's been a bit of a crazy one, you know. Um, That's a lot to take in. That's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Lots to go through. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just, oh, it's just like it's been non-stop, really. You know, I've just had some um, thing after, like something after. You know, like I had the, the I was about to fight the UKC, You know, my son, my son was born. You know, I went to fight Ireland. Then I come, I come back. We've had all this Corona, like, like bullshit, basically. Um, lockdown, if you know, I mean, I was meant to fight the twenty eighth of December, um, in Vegas, but no, sorry. November, yeah, twenty eighth of November. I was meant, I was meant to be on this next, yeah, next, next weekend's card, to be honest, but um, that fell through because of the visa issue. Um, I couldn't get my visa in time. I've got to go down there tomorrow to the US embassy to do um, to uh, to do my interview, like to get the visa. Obviously, that one, I want to got it back in time to like to got a, and what they were doing in the UFC, they're not they're not booking fights um, or uh, for anyone who hasn't got a visa, you have to have your visa in your passport first for them to book your fight. So, but luckily for me. I was meant to be fighting, so they book the the sorting the visa out for me. But like, so but in the minute, it's, it's it's really hard to get one. Yeah. But, so, uh, it's yeah. Looking, so it's looking like you could end up in Fight Island in the new year again. Well, I'm 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 fighting in Fe- I'm in February next year. I've signed uh, a contract already against against someone I can't I can't say, but it's a big fight, man. 
Oh, nice. Oh, nice. And nice. is that it going to be in, uh, I think it's actually TBC, isn't it? Everything in the new year. Even the McGregor fight is supposed to be on Fight Island, but... I, I don't know. Where, I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't say where he's. But I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not sure. To be honest, he either. It's yeah. just, he just says. He says. Um. He just give me the date and the, the opponents and the, that was the, on the contract. It's but not in. It's not in Wolverhampton the, though. The is TV it? schedule. Go on. It's not in Wolverhampton, is it? Oh fucking! I wish it was. Nah, nah. It's not in Wolves, mate. Nah, not at all. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um, I don't know where it is. Just, just like you say, they've got the TV schedule, haven't they? So mm. that they've got dates, so they have to. Um, they'll just sort the. I'm assuming I'll find that in in, in a month or so when we um, when we fight. And Joy, when you were signed to originally fight Mark Tiakese, was that like were you buzzing for that fight? Because it was almost like the battle for like Britain's best lightweight. Yeah, that's what that, that's what it was to be fair. Like, cause, um, yeah, it would have been like you know to set or lose the the top lightweight. From out of Britain, like you know what I mean, or Europe. Um, yeah, yeah, I was buzzing for the fight. I thought it would have been a great fight for the fans as well. You know, it'd been a good fight. Both it would have been a striking, striking battle. You know, um, but it, did, it didn't, didn't happen. So it's one of them ones. And then I got to Fight Island, and I think they offered me um, a couple of fighters first. I mean, that Jamie Malarkey from Australia, I was meant to fight him, and then that didn't happen for some reason. I don't know. Then like a couple of other Brazilians, and then they come back with me like four or five weeks out with Trinaldo. And I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, I'll fight him. Yeah, he, you know what he's I mean? an absolute veteran. Right, so he, he, like, he looks like he's about 50 as well when you, when you, when you see him on the TV. But like, he's, yeah. he's as strong as an ox and like, he's, he's very well-rounded. Um, obviously, that fight became controversial for the first reason. He missed weight by five pounds, which is yeah. an awful lot. How did you feel when you saw he missed weight by five pounds? Um, when, I, when I saw he missed weight by five pounds, I wasn't really like, it was just, oh, it just is what it is. Like, I couldn't really get like... I'm literally I'm 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 out in I'm out in Abu Dhabi like like you know he's just he's just fighting him if he was probably ten pounds over it's just he's probably just gonna fight him like because he's just there you get me like he got yeah. like, I come here to fight Ronaldo that's what my coach said to me at the end of the day we come here to fight Ronaldo said no yeah fuck it let's just fight him fight him you know what I mean I'm not, I'm not well I was bothered it was a piss take really you know what I mean because he was eating mm. pizza a couple of days before do you know what I mean and stuff he was he was like there was Instagram pictures of him eating pizza and all this shit and I was thinking. Like, that's why I was a bit pissed off and that, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, well, and then I got in there and he, like, he was physically, he was like, yeah, he was, he was like, I could definitely feel it, you know what I mean? And he was, he was a little, mm. after the second round, I think, was it, I took his back, I think, um, the grappling change. I remember standing up and thinking, fuck, you know, my legs were a bit shaky, like, because of like, um, controlling him on the back and stuff. Mm. Um, I had the two hooks in, I should have probably, I should have tried to get the, uh, the, um, I probably should have tried to get the position a bit better than that and like I said, the gas in my legs out. But uh, yeah, man, it was just, yeah, it's just one of them ones, man. But you know, it's oh, oh, easy living, you learn from it. Yeah, oh, 100%. I think it's just one of those things when you look back in hindsight. I mean, when I was watching the fight, I, you know, I thought it was like 10 9 Trinaldo round one, and then it was like 10 8 Joy Herbert round two, and then yeah. it was going into a third. Uh, like, I thought you were winning until. Yeah, he done that punch. But it was just one of those things. I was like, well, maybe if he actually like drained himself to cut the weight like he was supposed to be, he wouldn't have been as fresh going into round three, and he wouldn't have been able to throw that strike that like did win him the fight. Yeah, but it's it just it's, you can't really look at that. You know what I mean? Mm. In the day, he threw the punch and the punch landed. So uh, just got just got to learn from it, man. Uh, move and move move forward.
So yeah, yeah, and look, it's a tricky situation, forward. isn't it? Like because because like, you're already there and you have to like you're like right dying to get your dying to get the debut going like after the DK say fight fell through and because you're on the island you're like here look I want to do it because who knows if you, if you say no to the fight what could happen then you know it's a it's a rock and a hard place really because people who don't make weight yeah, actually yeah. have a better percentage yeah basically yeah man it's just one of them ones in it like I mean a lot. Of, I've been hearing people say, I think Star Bender said, I think one of his fights, man, about people like missing weight on purpose. Yeah. Um, you know, so they get, they got the advantage in that and stuff like that. And, but cause I, just, I just don't, I just don't. It's a bit, it's a bit of a weird one, man. Cause like, he's never missed weight before or nothing. And like, he's just, he was eating pizza a couple of days before and stuff. I'm thinking, what's going on with this guy, man? He's, you know, I don't know, man. Just one of them ones. But listen, I learned a lot from that fight. Um, I'm going to, you know, things right and, and you know, looking forward, and um, um, I'm excited for the next yeah, next we're, fight, man. We're definitely looking uh, the next to uh, test. Um, I, I must say, thank you. Fernando yeah. is a tough out on your debut as well. Like he's an absolute vet. He's like 40 already. You know, I think he's got about 15 UFC fights under his belt. So like, for someone for you to have the balls to win and take Fernando on your first fight says more about you than anything else. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean. I was watching a fight the other day, and he, like his stats come up, and he was like, uh, I think he was like fourth or fifth most UFC uh, lightweight UFC wins in history. And I was like, fucking oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, was, I fought this guy. I was nearly, I was beat. I was like, I was on the way to winning, but like it's all in hindsight now, you know what I mean? And um, you know, he won the fight, and he was that's that's the end of that really. Yeah. You <laughs> so, also at least you, at least now you have plenty of notice before your upcoming fight in February. But like Joy, exactly. Joy, yeah. that'll probably keep you more stricter over Christmas time as well. You know, I mean, you have like a great focus now as well, which is always good to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, man, I've got, I got a few weeks to relax a bit now. Like, cause I, I was meant, like I said, I've done like an eight week camp because I was meant to be fighting next week, but that, that all fell through. So I'm like, I'm feeling great at the minute anyway. So I'm just going to have a week off and then back to it, you know, back, not too, not too hard, but I'll pick it up. Um, at the end of December, um, start of Jan, I can like pick it up and get straight back into. It. But like this time now, I can just practice on you know improving, not like so much think concentrate on the fight. You know, the next few weeks I could just do like you know mo- like try new things out and um, you know practice practice stuff. I want I want to um, I want to improve on. Joe, did you have a name for next week? Um, I I, I did, like about. About a month ago or so, I didn't really have a... I said, oh, how do I say? About, what did they ask to tell me? Was it October or something? October, I think they told me. They asked me if I wanted to fight that Alex, um, Alexander Munez. Munoz or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Team Alpha Male. But that con- I, ne- I never got the contract. And then apparently they said, oh, that's, that fight's not happening now. And then after that, I never had a name. That was the only name I was given. And I said, oh, I accepted that name. But I never, got, I never had the... Um, I never, it was never in writing. <laughs> But yeah, Alexander Moon, as he, he was meant to, I was, I was going to be fighting, but then that, that fell through about four weeks ago. Pedro, uh, sorry, oh, Pedro Munez, okay. Uh, Joy, like, obviously, like... No, Alex, Alexander Munez. Oh, Alexander Munez, sorry about that. Joy, like, obviously, you, you train with Team Renegade now, and, like, they're doing amazing things in England. Like, um, how, how did you, first of all, like, come into MMA, and then how did you start out with Team Renegade? Yeah, I just coming to in May. I was like, I just wanted to start, uh, start, you know, just start and uh, start go train and stuff. Um, and I, there was an MMA gym that opened up around the corner from me. Well, sorry, in the martial arts gym, and they was doing MMA there. So, like, obviously, 
I thought, oh, I'll just go down there, you know, get get a bit fit and that. Get I might probably get beat up and that. I was a bit nervous in that going in there first. <laughs> but um, yeah. I ended up going in there. Proper nervous in that. I thought oh, I was going to get battered in that. But I think, oh, fuck it, I'll just give it a go. Um, went in there. And it was, I was all good, man. But like, my, my first time I make out, I went there and after a few, like, what he used to do, he used to, when the new people used to come in, he used to just do cardio the whole session. Like, like a mad session. And he'd do it for the whole week and then see if like, he'd sort of test you. And if, if you got through that week and like, and carried on, then, you know, he'd, he'd, spend, he'd, um, he'd spend time with you then and then help, help train you. We sort of just, he, used, he, was just testing, he used to just test me in that. But then after that, like, I did I, um, a few fights with him, um, Wolfpack MMA, and then I had a couple of fights, or four, I think it was two or three or four, or something like that. and then I went to, um, that felt like that gym sort of closed down then. So I, moved, I had to move over to, um, to Renegade in, in Birmingham with, with Breeze and that. And um, it's, it's been great, you know, ever since I've like, gone there, like, you know, it's, 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 it's like they brought me on loads. You know, it's just like having the people there, you know, like the, the Edwards brothers, obviously Tom, or Aiden Lee, like you know, there's, there's loads of guys there, you know, that, that brought me on, and and it's just it's just a great gym, great atmosphere, man. We're doing good good things. Yeah, that's brilliant here. Yeah, Joy. So, um, with that on the topic of the gym, what's your thoughts on Leon fighting Kazmat there in December? I think that Kazmat's gonna have a fucking have a surprise, a, a, like a, a rude awakening. You know what I mean when he fights Leon? Because Leon's levels, mate. I'm telling you. So, um. Like, it's mad how they, how they like they pushed him to to fight Leon straight away. He's not even fought now in the top fifteen yet or nothing, and he's going straight to Leon. He's, he should be fighting for the title, really. Um, uh, it's just it's just mad, man. But I think it, you know we, we're gonna we're gonna see like the levels the levels will be shown. You know something funny about this, Joy? I actually called uh, Kazma versus Leon Edwards after he fought uh, Gerald uh, Mearscart in his last fight. That's true. That's actually true. I, I actually said, oh, I think he's going to fight Leon Edwards next. And it, was, it wasn't that, obviously we've had Leon on the show, love him. And it wasn't yeah. like any, anything to do with, you know, ranking or anything like that. But I think Leon's been overlooked so many times for that title shot. And I think if he beats like the UFC's new like superstar they're putting a rocket on, they cannot deny him after that. So therefore, I was like, I think that's the fight for Leon. And not because... A skill level wise, I just think he's actually one of the biggest names in the UFC right now. Like they're putting the rocket chip on his back and sending him to the moon. And um, when Leon Edwards takes that rocket chip off him and puts it on his back, I think he has to be given his title shot after that fight. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think he should be. If anything, he should have been like Masvidal or Colby or something. Then for them for the them oh, for the title. I, I think so, but um, I think they're talking about those two doing. I see, I see, I see, I I, they might be doing the old Mafighter, Masvidal and Colby. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I don't know, man. I think he should be fighting for the title. Like he's my boy in it, like so. Yeah. I just find, uh, but obviously he's um he's fully concentrated <laughs> and um you know he's fully he's fully mm. on this fight, man. You know he's been training he's been training incredibly hard and he's looking in fantastic shape, and um. You know, that's why I say I think it's going to be. It's the levels will be shown. That's, that's all I'm saying. Get me? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely interested to see him versus Usman too. Anyway, I think that like be totally different fight to his first. And like, I feel like Leon's so good at nullifying his opponent's strengths. I think that's where yes. he is like sort of levels ahead of people, and that's 
I think he's also like criminal IQ as well, like in all areas he's, of the game. Yeah, he's, he's yeah he's, he's fight IQ man, and um, yeah he's just he's just so well rounded everywhere in his game. Like you say, he can nullify his opponents, and um, he's just yeah. It's come on, it's come on leaps and bounds, man. Like as much as as much as uh, like a lot of people felt lost out because of coronavirus. Like Leon had his huge opportunity in uh, in London when he was going to take on Tyron Woodley. But like I think this fight now is actually going to have more against Kazman. It's going to have more eyes on it compared to the Woodley fight because like yeah. everyone's seeing what what's next for Kazman. And then once Leon goes out, and then if, if he takes the, if he gets the win. The second he gets to Mike, he's going to t- ask for the title fight, and it will actually give him so much more notoriety. Because even if he beat Woodley, that wouldn't have even guaranteed you a title fight as well. So this could, could probably end up being his greatest year. Yeah, I hear that still. Like, obviously, there's a lot of hype behind this um, Kazma, and um, a lot of people be watching the fight. So yeah. I suppose that is a good. Is it, that's a good thing, isn't it? Like you know, he's getting. A, he's going to be a big a lot of promotion there. A lot of um. You know, a lot, a lot of people are going to see the fight. So, yeah, and then he, after that, when he gets on the mic, bang, I want the title. Yeah, I want the title shot. You shouldn't leave the Vegas until he gets on. What's it going to be like? Hey, no, he's he's, he's yeah. like eight in a row. It couldn't even be nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's a machine. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, man. You shouldn't leave Dana White's office until he gets the, the contact for the uh, title for fight. For <laughs> yeah. real? Yeah. Joy, obviously, another fight that was announced today was Conor McGregor against Dustin Poirier. It finally announced. Uh, what do you make of this? Because this is your division. Yeah, isn't it? Like, like um, I was, yeah, man. I think Poirier is a lot, of, totally different fighter to what he was at, um when they fought first. Um, yeah, I think. Six I think years he's um, ago, UFC one eighty seven. Yeah, it was yeah. seventy eight. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's very interesting to see that see the improvements that they both made and the differences. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I fancy you know to be honest. Uh. Is you fancy? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously we're back got... with our own. Obviously we're back with our own. <laughs> yeah, you know it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think you're, I think McGregor did to be honest. Yeah, I think I think I fancy McGregor, man. Even though I think Pro is it like he's he's come on load since he since he last fought Connor, and um, yeah. so I think it'll be more of um, It'd be more of a contest, like, but I think McGregor will probably come through to win, yeah. And Joey, how do you see the rest of the division play out? Like, where do you think the belt will end up next if Khabib does say it hard? And who, who do you think are the main contenders? And um, by the end of 2021, 20, who's walking out of the octagon with that belt? Um, Joy Herbert in it. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for. I was waiting for. You have to say yourself. You have to say yourself. Um, yeah, but uh, I think probably, uh, probably Gaethje, man. Big fan. Gaethje. Gaethje's still gonna get it. Yeah, I like that fight between um, Ferguson and uh, uh, Charles Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wicked fight that is. I like That's that. Like, Tony Ferguson and then like Tony Ferguson's like nephew fighting each other. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's similar in the, the grappling and stuff. Um, yeah, man, I'd be good to see if he goes on the ground as well. I'd like to see that. They both, they both got really good. Uh, you know, um, get teams and dances, haven't they? They're both good. Yeah. They're both good at um, in the neck. Yeah, if it hits the ground. Well, yeah, I think probably Gates. You'll probably come through. Uh, yeah. Um, Another Brit, that- um, Mason Jones. Recently signed with the UFC. How do you think he'll fare? 
Um, well, I'm not not too sure. And we'll see when he, um, he comes up against when he comes against some like, decent opposition. I mean, um, he's fought. Was he fought, fought, fought John McCoggan to win the lightweight title, and like Adam Proctor to win the welterweight title. Yeah. yeah. So wait till we'll see when he comes up against some like, you know, some some decent opposition. Some, you know, some good opposition, and we'll see how he fares then. Yeah, you were obviously yeah. the champ. You were obviously the champion in Cage Warriors. What was your overall experience like? And uh, looking at them now, what do you what do you make of what Graham Bowen is doing with Cage Warriors? Oh, I love Cage Warriors, man. I think it was it was awesome, awesome. Um, what time there? Um, it's great. Yeah, he's he's getting like he's got he's putting on shows in California, and he also yeah, 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 yeah. He got a promoter license over there. Crazy man, crazy. I want. I just want to see see how it fares out. Like, is he taking over the the Europeans over there? Or is he trying to like get an American roster? Um, be good to see it all, man. It's it's going to be a great experience for the fighters if they do. Get, well, I'm, I'm assuming some of them obviously will get to go over because they're the champions, aren't they? Um, from the Europe. Yeah. So um, yeah, be, it's really great experience for him, and it's good to see that Cage Warriors, you know, they're expanding and getting bigger. Joy, I love a good old prediction, and uh, I was trying to remember what was thinking when he did this, and I think uh, Dana White's going to do a looking for a fight and go to one of the Cage Warriors over in California. So I think. Graham Boylan's going to bring his best European talent over to yeah. California, put on a show, and then Dana White goes to it, and he almost like handpicks the guys who he thought deserved the UFC call. Watching that idea, yeah, I think that's I think that would be a great idea. I think my boy, um, my boys Jake Hadley and um, the Fires Frederick, I think they should get they should get picked straight away. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's they're, they're, they're first killing. middleweight defense uh, next month, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. Is that first Robert, is he... Yeah, first, yeah, okay. first defence, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the rematch, didn't he, against um, yeah, the, Webb. Webb, yeah. James Webb, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, he was meant to fight, I think, in... He was meant to fight a couple of months ago, or last month or something, but that fell, or September, I think it was, and then that, that fell through. But he's fighting December against um, the same guy, I think it's... Is it Roberts, Robertson or something, or Roberts? Yeah, I know, I know yeah. the kid is, yeah. He's a decent guy, but... um. Nah, man, my boy, that is that is next level, man. <laughs> Baz, how much do you love Team Renegade? It's, it's like us, us with the Irish lads. You know what I mean, like they're always back in the yeah. Always, yeah. Yeah. You know, no, no, you know, yeah. No, there's a good few of the Team Renegade lads actually follow us ever since we had uh, Fabian on first, and uh, it's cool just watching like Matt, for instance, and now you're going to Matt as well, and then. Uh, oh yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, it's just cool keeping an eye on how you lads are doing. But uh, Joy, obviously the like Wolves is uh, the, the game's after kicking off, so we're gonna we're gonna ask you one more question before we let you go. Who are you expecting to win this weekend? Mike Tyson or Roy Jones Jr.? <laughs> now, I never thought I'd ask that question, but there you go. That's the question of the day. Uh, what? Well, I don't even think you, there's not, there's not no knockouts allowed, is there? No, no, no knockdowns or nothing like that. That's yeah, no, but do, yeah, but you're not allowed to buy it as well. Win. You're not allowed to buy it either, but like that happened before. <laughs> yeah. uh, Roy Jones, man. You're going Roy Jones? Yeah, yeah man. Can't be touched. Roy Jones, innit? Good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Well, oh, I love well here, Great. Joy, thanks a million for coming on the show. Uh, we'll obviously be in touch again in the build-up to your next fight. Uh, we've been promoting it like fuck. And, uh, 100%. Thank yeah, you very much. Until then, we'll speak to you again soon. Ross, anything else to say? No. Nice uh, goodbye to yourself and, and your lovely missus. Tell her we were asking for her. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. I'll let her know. No nice one. Cheers, Joy. All right, so Ross, that was Joy Herbert. Um, what a man. Like, team Renegade all the way, bud. Wasn't like Wolves football jersey model. Yeah, that's.
No, it's cool when um, you can cross over sports and like Joy's like, yeah, all about Wolves. It's, you know, I mean, it's just a, it's cool. Nah, he's a lovely fella. And he's back in February against an unnamed opponent. We really should ask him off air who he was fighting, but we sort of forgot because we were. <laughs> we definitely did forget. Like, but like, I don't, I don't like pushing the needle too much, you know, it's just like pissing people off. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but like, Ross, we may as well get into the rest of the show. Obviously, UFC 255 was on over the weekend. We had two and stills. Davidson Figueroa defeated Alec Perez and Valentina Shevchenko defeated Jennifer Moya. Also, going into this event, we thought to be two and stills. Uh, I was pretty confident I put 100 quid on the two of them to win, and uh, they both won. But, um, and how much did you make? What did I make? 40 cents off 100 euro. But, oh, yeah. uh, but Ross, what did you make of UC 255 overall? I thought it was actually like a very high standard card. Now, like, let's be honest, there was no superstars on the card. Yeah. But like, I'm talking like you sort of had you had Alan Joban on the card. Then you had like Dalby versus Rodriguez, which I always knew was going to be a good scrap. Yeah. And you have Shevchenko, well, senior, who's actually not as good or whatever. Uh, so you're always interested to be like oh, Valentina's sister. Then you know Jackie Buckley was like the bottom knockout. Had the number one contender fight for the flyweights. And then, like, he went on to the main card and he had um, Shogun fighting, Cynthia Calvao, who's our mate, who's fighting, and then um, Mike Perry fighting, and then the two title fights. So, like, it was a fairly, like, what did you say? You didn't have to, like, Google who was fighting, if you know yeah. what I mean. You could look and just be like, right, I know everyone who's fighting here, so that's good. Yeah. Well, in the very, very, very first fight of the night in the welterweight division, a guy called Sasha Palanikov against Louis, Louis Coach, it was the fight of the night. I remember I just tuned in and it was just like the, the, the best like, fight I'd seen in a long, long time. Like, Sasha was already finished straight away. And man, Louis blew his load in the first round and then it was just, he was just trying to stay, stay alive till the very, very end. Uh, it was just a great... If, it's, it's unreal how like, if you start a fight night off or a pay-per-view off with a great fight, it just sets the tone for the rest of the night. Yeah, I also think... Now, you, you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, but I feel like the welterweight division, you rarely get, like, an absolute stinker. Like, well, especially if it stays in the feet? I think, like, yeah, I think, like, the, the welterweight division always has, like, half-decent scrap, no matter what. Like, even Usman, when he'd be Mazda for the title, like, it was still somewhat exciting, even though, like, it was foot stomp central. <laughs> yeah, it was. Lord of the dance. But here, Ross, another person that won on this card as well before we get into the, the main card. Uh, Joaquin Buckley, the highlight of the year. Like, not, of even, the- not even contender. Not even contender. Like, he's definitely going to win it. He won, by, he won by KO as well against Jordan Wright, who was undefeated. Um, I, feel like what- he, I feel like he should fight Uriah Hall next because I feel like he's the second coming of Uriah Hall. That's actually a good show. Joaquin Buckley, you know, was, was let go from Bellator after I think he was like five and one and they let him go, which is uh, actually ridiculous. This guy is um I know he got knocked out with Kevin Holland, but like just everything about him is look, like how devastating he is on the feet. It's uh, he's a big asset. Yeah, he's got like a really nice physique. But I don't know if that's like kills there or not, but like he's got like he looks in very good shape. He looks very marketable, put it that way. He looks very marketable, yeah. And then what headlined the prelims was Brandon Moreno defeating Brandon Roy Val. Uh, after we just found out, Brandon Moreno is now going to be fighting Devson Figueroa for the flyweight title as well. Uh, quick turnaround for both lads as well. Yeah, I think it could be the first time in UFC history where someone headlines one pay-per-view and then headlines the next pay-per-view. Um, but look, 
Figueredo, he's making a bit of noise in flyweight division. And it's the first time probably in flyweight history where someone's making a bit of noise. So why not get him and turn around again? I think the last time there was a big fight in flyweight, it was Cejudo versus Dillashaw. Yeah. Then, so why not? Then also, Ross, like Paul Craig defeated Mauricio Shogun Hua. Shogun at the very end, like tapped the strikes. This it's it's weird to see a, a man go from like being such an animal to like tapping the strikes against like a, a jiu-jitsu practitioner. If like you know, I mean, not even a striker, or a KO, a knockout artist. Yeah, it's it's almost sad to see he should have hung them up. Maybe. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. Up. This is the thing we said like I think two shows ago. It's like we shouldn't tell anyone to hang them up, but mm. it's sort of like seeing the deep yeah, well, I feel like BJ Penn, like, the legacy so bad that he was like, if I just get one more win, like, a string of wins together, like, it would, like, make it better again. But it just yeah. never happened. I think he lost seven in a row or something. Yeah. I think, but even look at Mike Tyson, he's coming out of retirement now this weekend as well, which is crazy. But um, another thing, Ross, like, Mike Perry. Let's talk about Mike Perry for a sec, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> for people that are on Spotify. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ross Mike Perry in the build up to this he was stuffing his face missed weight by over 10 pounds I think it was wasn't it no no 5 pounds 5 pounds, five pounds. okay okay slightly a bit over there but and, and then Darren Till did not end up being in his corner what is the story of Mike Perry and where does he go from here I feel like Mike Perry is making it look like he doesn't care and I feel like he cares but I think he needs like a counsellor if I was being honest, I feel like he needs to like talk to someone and tell someone about how he feels because I feel like all of his actions are like his emotions that he want he doesn't know how to express and then just like does stupid shit. I feel like it was a, like a self sabotage. Do, you, do you think it's a bit, do you think it's a bit of an act as well though, or a persona? I think somewhat is a persona, but I think deep down, I actually think Mike Perry deep down is probably quite nice. Who's maybe been brought up with a potential tough upbringing and now has to try and put on this tough guy act, and he's probably not that tough a guy at all. Well, even the face tattoos are very erratic as well, you know. Yeah, I think so. He he does have a an alcohol abuse issue as well, so you know maybe he was on the drink going into camp. But unfortunately for him, he he, he ended up eating the L there to Tim Means, the Dirty Bird, one of your favorite fighters, Basil. He is a bit of a legend, right? Yeah. So uh, I suppose that just sort of brings us into the two main cards uh, or main yeah. events. Um, Valentina Shevchenko beat Jamie Moya, or yeah, sorry, Jenner for Moya, not Damien Moya. Although it should probably be him too, uh, by a unanimous decision. Uh, 49-46 across the scoreboards. And then uh, Devison Figueroa uh, got a guillotine choke in the first round over Alex Perez. Um, look, two sort of expected decisions. I, if anything... I would have thought there would be more chance of Valentina actually getting the finish than uh, Figueredo, even though he's like, absolutely devastated. Just Shevchenko, I just see as like such a step above um, all the other 125 pounders. I think they're going to do Jessica Andrade next against her. Already, yeah. Flyweight belt. I think so. Yeah. What would you sort of what would you expect there? A bang fest. Um, well, I think she's Jessica Andrade is a dangerous opponent for anyone. I mean, we've seen her knock out someone very sharpish and be knocked out quite quick. So it, it'll be interesting to see. I just do think 
that Andrade is not technically up on Shevchenko's level. I think Shevchenko will be able to pick her apart. And I also look at the tape of the Rose fights and be able to pick her apart by looking at that. She'll be able to do what Rose did, except even better, I think. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm summing up that fight. But uh, Ross, this weekend, UFC is back. Curtis Blades is taking on Derek Lewis in the heavyweight division. Battle of the big dogs. Battle of the big dogs, man. Like, on paper, this looks like if Curtis Blades takes Lewis down, he could be a fish out of water. But um, Derek Lewis has that massive right hand that can knock out anyone, especially in the last few seconds. You can ask Volkov that question. But yeah, uh, He is in the fight from, like, start to finish. Yeah, and the, supposedly the the longer the fight goes, his balls get hotter. But Ross, how hot will Lewis's balls be against Blades this weekend? Oh, I really think Curtis Blades is going to get in here, get an early double leg takedown, and finish with a ground and pound. I I, I just feel like Derek Lewis help. gets to ride his sort of his avoiding takedowns against guys who aren't takedown artists. I feel. Like Curtis Blades, by far and large, the best wrestler in the heavyweight division, and he'll definitely double leg him, especially the way Cormier was able to take down Derek Lewis. I feel if he was able to do it, so will Blades be able to do it. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to agree with you as much as but, it hurts me, Ross. But then again, Derek Lewis might get a knockout in the first 60 seconds. You never know. <laughs> versus uh, Blades. Yeah, it, but, oh, it's hard to pick. It's really hard to pick, but uh, it won't go the distance anyway. You're not getting five rounds out of that. Well, hopefully, hopefully not. Like I, I, I've filmed Blades as well, but obviously you can't count Derek Lewis. So, um, Ross, who else on this card? Do you want to give a shout out to the obviously the Rachel Rachel Ostevich is on this card. She's doing great things for women's rights these days. Anthony uh, Smith is like curtain jerk in the main card. Yeah, what's the story with that? I don't know. I, I actually don't know either of the two heavyweights in the co-main event. I feel like one of the Dana White Contender Series guy, um, and they're trying to push them, but I, I really thought Anthony Smith would be in the co-main event. Um, yeah. Interesting. And then shout out to Luke Sanders, because uh, he used to go out with Becky Lynch, but not anymore. Oh, great way Buffalo won that got away. Ross, also Spike Carlisle's on this card. He, isn't he a madman in the octagon? Yeah, do you remember he was fighting Billy Quarantillo, wasn't that? And then like he stopped fighting with like fifteen seconds left to go, and then Quarantillo went over and like hooked him over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like this fight, this fight card will be competing with the uh, the Mike Tyson card that we're going to get into shortly. But Ross also Bellator was on on Thursday night. The featherweight Grand Prix was on. AJ McKee defeated Darian Caldwell. AJ McKee is now in the final, and um, Ross. You yourself thought that AJ McKee would win this. He's seventeen and zero now. Uh, where, where, like, how much of a superstar do you think AJ McKee can, can become? Well, put it this way: even though um, James Gallagher and AJ McKee have had uh, words in the past, James Gallagher even tweeted saying, "Wow, incredible performance by AJ McKee." Yeah, you know what I mean, so I think he can go all the way to the top. He's the real deal, isn't he, McKee? Very much so. I think he could be the one to uh, knock uh, Pitbull off his perch at featherweight. And size-wise, looking at him, he looks like he has the size to be able to go the lightweight as well. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on him. Also, he'll yeah. make serious bank. He gets a million dollars if uh, if he wins this Grand Prix. So let's see what happens there. Bellator won't be back until, early, uh, I think it's the 12th of December. 
Okay. We'll, keep you, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, Alina May uh, McFarlane is fighting on that card. So there's nothing on this week from Bellator. But Ross, this weekend, I know we asked Joy, but uh, we may as well discuss it a bit. Mike Tyson is back. He's taking on Roy Jones Jr. This, like, when this was first announced, we were sort of under the illusion it was going to be um, like a proper, just a, a proper fight. Now we're finding out more and more it's not, there's going to be no judging, there's going to be no ref or something. Like, uh, what have you heard? And also, what are you expecting? I've heard most of my sources from you, Basmo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest spoofer in the game. The biggest spoofer in the game. I think Joey Herbert was saying, like, do not let me knock them either. I'm like, yeah. Well, they're just going to, like, shadow box for, whatever, for a few minutes. I'm not sure, because I heard there was a um, belt as well. Well, is it. Yeah, the YouTube title. They're pointing for uh, KSO's belt. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell me this. How many rounds is it? I think it's four sure. rounds. Or maybe six max, but I'm pretty sure four rounds. Is it? Because it's, it's pay per view as well, man. I know, yeah. I feel like it's so. Um, there's so many unknowns. I feel like they didn't want to tell you all this stuff until the very end. So, like, you're already on the flight, like, about to take off. I was like, by the way, we're not actually going to Las Vegas. We're going to. Who do y'all? Yeah. It's like, you. Why do pack loads of shorts? <laughs> but, uh, but, Ross, like, this is 1995 pounds uh, on BT Sport. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a late one. It's gonna be fin- on around four o'clock. Uh, also on the card, like, sorry, four a.m. Yeah, four a.m. Uh, yeah, four a.m. Make sure you remember that. But um, also on the card, like, Jay Paul's gonna be fighting Nate Robinson, former NBA basketballer. Uh, Vidal Riley, coach of KSI, is gonna be fighting this card. And uh, Badu Jack is gonna be fighting this card. So like, it is gonna be be very very interesting. I can't actually wait to see like Roy Jones Jr. fight. Mike Tyson, in whatever sort of way it's going to be, be it sparring, be it like whatever they're going to do, it's going to be interesting. But like um, the last time Mike Tyson fought, he quit on the stool. That was 15 years ago against an Irishman. And uh, Ross, can you remember the Irishman's name? Absolutely not. Starts with a K and ends with a Evan McBride. Oh, keep on McBride. There we go. But, uh, what, what, what do you, I actually remember the point, but I don't remember that happening. Yeah. Like, it's hard to even predict a winner because we don't know what the winner will be or how that will be. Uh, yeah, but the more predictions draw. I just can't picture Mike Tyson getting a few punches in the face without uh, unleashing. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see. What, uh, what are you looking for tomorrow? That card or... Uh, oh, there's going to be no fans in the arena either. So you, it, that's going to be an LA in the StubHub arena. So are you looking forward to that more or the UFC this weekend? I think I'm more looking forward to the special of the Tyson versus Jones. Just see what it's all about. Because uh, the only fight I'm actually interested in the UFC this weekend is Blades versus uh, Lewis. So yeah. two big heavyweight contests going on this weekend. Yeah. We also mentioned earlier that um, McGregor versus Poirier is done and dusted. That's good to see that that's done and dusted. There's been no message of an interim title or a title, but uh, that's that's the way it is. Ross, we, but who knows? That could be decided right at the last minute. They, they, uh, you know, at the uh, two at, after UFC 256, they could go, you know what? UFC 257 is for the belt. Yeah. Still early days for that, I think. Do you think that like Khabib could then officially... Well, like he already said he's retired. So, I mean, what more does he need to do? Like, retire, retire? 
he, he came back down, like he doubled down on his retirement, and then he goes, "No, he's fighting." Dana White probably is trying to sell the company again. <laughs> he's like, "Khabib's <laughs> gonna fight again." I'm Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar for UFC 300. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, well, actually, Dana White was saying for International Fight Week next year, he's gonna have like mad party and fight on and like it, it, whatever competition you have to do to enter that. Make sure you enter that. But uh, Ross, we have to give a shout out to Dylan Mormon over the weekend. Um, Tony Superfly Brown, uh, Vlad was fighting on the card as well, and, and John Connie, John John Connie, <laughs> aka John Cooney. But Ross, like obviously this week, like there wasn't loads of action going now. Although it seemed like there was, but like um, it was good to have Joy on the show. Like uh, keep those bonds strong between the team Renegade lads. Fun get, getting some insight about uh, Leon's upcoming fight against Kazma, and then uh, his opinion on McGregor versus Poirier. Well, quick question for you. What do you think of the rats in the FAI? I still don't know what's going on there. All right, fair enough. But for anyone who is listening, apparently Stephen Kenny showed an either pro-Irish or anti-English video before the game against England. Um, I don't think the issue was the video so much. I think the issue more, according to people, is that someone ran them out and said they didn't like the video. So, like... I think Stephen Kenny's. I think Stephen Kenny's job was like on the line. They were like, you know, it's actually not a big deal. So like, try and lads, don't worry about it. Yeah, sure. All that's all the international football stuff is forgotten about until it comes back in March. Yeah, I think I think it would have been a bigger issue if it came before the Bulgaria game, and then yeah. we didn't score again. Yeah, if it was like a Ole Gunnar Solskjaer thing. But uh, what's on this week for people that are interested? Uh, the Champions League is back Tuesday, Wednesday. Europa League is back Thursday. Uh, the, all the fights are on Saturday. And then the Irish rugby team are back in action against Georgia on Sunday after coming off that, that loss against England. But Ross, we're back. We're going to be back again next week. We'll keep you posting everything on Instagram. By the way, for people who have donated to our Movember fund, that's been unreal. We've reached over 500 euro. I think we were meant to mention that at the beginning of the show. It's come at the end of the show. The link's in the bio to, uh, to donate. Ross, when's that finished? Yeah, it's actually running into December, so the, we, I think we close it off ourselves. I'm sort of digging the tash, though. Like, uh, I'm, I'm actually not overly against point, you know that? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's more that I haven't, we haven't been out socialising, so people haven't really seen it, is the one downside to it. You know? You yeah, haven't been like... like you haven't been, you're going to Tash without anyone going, oh, November. Yeah, it'd be like getting a whole chest tattoo and only wearing it, never take your top off. But uh, that wraps things up. If you haven't liked, subscribed, or commented, please do. We appreciate it. What do you do? Yeah, we appreciate you. We'll be back again next week. We have, we have some more cool guests lined up. Um, there's more stuff coming up. So like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay energized.